You're listening to the Claret and Big Blue Podcast on the Pass the Gravy Podcast Network. Who do you think you are? I am! Goat's vagina. That thing was huge. You said that, not me. Just come up, take it away by Wix. Let's see Podcast on the internet dedicated to West Ham United and the New York Giants. That's right, football and football. Balls. Great one, Stacey. I am Mike Fish. I am joined as always by Mr. Alex Middleton. Alex, how are you doing, buddy? What's happening, dude? What's up? Not much. Not much. Same shit, different day, as they say. <laughs> uh, before we get into the sports, uh, did you have a fun weekend? Did you get up to anything? interesting um i like my girlfriend's out of town so i didn't do anything all weekend i just hung out it was pretty tight did you do the usual where you're like oh she's out of town i can do whatever i want and then very quickly you realize i don't want to it's not really any yeah i was just like video games and watch tv so that's about it (laughs) it's it's, because it's now i don't know can't remember how old you are but i obviously i'm mid-30s um but yes, now, now it's become, rather than, oh, I get to do so much more things, it's, now I get to do less things. It's right. exciting. <laughs> I just was like in and out of naps all day Saturday. It was pretty tight. We had a little bit of rain. Did you see that we had a... A, a hurricane, why, right? Another reason why I don't like the French. Henri. Mm-hmm. Henri. Just one more thing. Uh-huh. Came through. Um... So yeah, that was fun. I was like driving home from Brooklyn when the heavens opened and within minutes I was driving like this. doesn't make any, you're not going to understand, but it's it's a thing, a road that goes all the way up Manhattan called the FDR. And Mm -hmm. Franklin Delano Roosevelt, I believe is what it stands for. But then, and that's normally like drive up there like 60, 70, 80 miles per hour. No one gives a fuck. Everyone was like 20 miles per hour. Can't see shit. Ah, that's the worst, dude. Six inches to a feet of water sometimes. It's like terrifying. Yeah, that's like Texas. Like every couple of like months, it does one of those where it's like, oh, tight. Houses are flooding again. Neat. Neat. And uh, and, like there's nothing worse than like you can't see. Like your windshield wipers can't even keep up fast enough. And you're just like, all right, uh, please don't hit anybody. Please don't hit anybody. Please let me see your brake lights. There was a little part of me that was like, this is so fucking cool. But then there was one point where... Most of it's like, I might die. Because there's a part where the oncoming traffic is slightly risen up. Mm-hmm. And so as they're coming this way, their water splash is just coming down on the Yeah, snow. dude. And you're like, for a split second, but you're just like, I can't see anything. And you're just and like, they're, like there's the an 18-wheeler, and they're not affected by it at all. So they're just like... Vroom. And you're like, oh, shit. Oh, no, no, no. I don't see what the problem is. This is a regular day for me. In Houston, whenever it floods here in Houston, like people's cars flood out because people do that. And it's like, dude, you're fucking with so many people's cars right now. Stop it. But yeah, I survived. I'm here. I made it. Um, fun also, fact, talking about ages, how old we are. Uh, this is the final 
episode of Claret and Big Blue that I'm going to do as a 35-year-old. How exciting oh, shit. When's the, when's the big day? Monday. Annoying. Oh. I think I had a Monday birthday this year. So. It was just like, I mean, we're, we're past like being super duper excited for birthday age, I feel like. But it's just like Monday. Why, why that day? Any other day? Yeah, this age, it's, I, I just now get excited about my birthday because it's like an excuse to get the boring people to come out. Like when you say, hey, do you want to go grab a drink? Oh, I can't. Oh, my wife. Or, oh, I've got the kids. <laughs> oh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, Where yeah. Now you can go, no, fuck, it's my birthday. And they're like, oh, fine, I'll come out. Like, I like to use birthdays also as like, um, and it's kind of like a, we- like a not a great way to go about it, but it's like people that, uh, like on Facebook, I'm like, dude, if I haven't talked to you and it's your birthday, I don't, I don't think we need to be Facebook friends anymore. I don't really, oh, it's that guy? That guy that I sat to like desks behind in high school? Like, I don't think he even posted anything anymore, but okay, cool. Sorry. Yeah. I'm not going to be, like, I just don't have anything to do with you. Yeah, several times this year, wait. Facebook gives that little notification. Oh, it's such and such's birthday today. I genuinely looked at who the fuck is that person? I have I no do, idea. I do have a couple of friends that like, um, like are like whenever they text me, like we text each other, like, yo, happy birthday, dude. Hope you have a great day. Like we'll set, we'll set, we'll text each other back and forth. And it's like, you look at our like last, like six text messages for they're from three years. And it's us telling each other, happy birthday. Hey dude, hope all is well, man. We should hope, get hope to see you. Hope to see you up. soon. But it's usually, yeah, like, like, with just, like, a couple of like, text exchanges, like, in a day, like, back, forth, back, forth, maybe. And then it's like, that's it. And then I'll talk to you in four months when it's your birthday, and then we'll talk to you again until my birthday next year. Yeah, that's what my text message is. I don't mind is. that. There's friends like that, yeah. And it's like, I don't care. I don't have to hang out with everybody that I'm friends with. But I have that relationship now with my dad. Like, if you go through our text messages, it's literally, we don't talk to each other. Unless, really? Unless West Ham's playing. Then it would just be like you just scroll through <laughs> just randomly, fucking assholes. Or if we win, lovely stuff, and that's it. Like that's all my dad. My dad only texts me about West End. That's it. It's great. That's cool though. That's a cool relationship to have. It is. And it's I have I them. have that with like Giants people too. There's people that like I only talk to during football season. But what's really awkward though is when it's like between seasons, and like because I have to FaceTime my mum because it's different. You can't. I can't just text. Mom. I have to. She has to see my face for whatever reason. But then every now and again, she'll be like, oh, do you want to talk to your dad? And you can see in his face, he's like, so, West, uh, Ham haven't, West Ham haven't played recently. So about, how about those, uh, how about Lingard, huh? Think we'll bring him back? Going, no? <laughs> okay, here's your mom. <laughs> All right, well, uh, good talking to you, buddy. Hey, hey, let's not, let's not squeak the toy like that. Wheezy. Wheezy's very stoked about West Ham. She's so excited. Well, let's, I mean, let's, because that's going to be the main event, because, oh, what is it now, two, not next week, but the week after, we'll actually get to talk about a competitive New York Giants game, which I'm excited about. True, true. Um, but we'll just kind of hover over a little bit, so. Let's run through break. Giants, let's run through some yeah, Giants, just because, like, it's, it's made the some cuts, we, I, I didn't think there were any significant, like, surprises, cuts-wise. No, if I have to, because I was writing them down, I was like, if I, uh, you can know when they're not super like, oh my God, they cut them. When I'm like, Montre Hartich? Yeah, sure, that guy. <laughs> um, Montre Hartich, yeah. Cole Hikutini? 
Sure. Yeah, these, I mean, they were bubble guys. They're not going to make it. Um, maybe practice squad guys later on. But, yeah, uh, nothing super shocking to me. Like, Alfred Morris was almost shocking last week, but I think that this is, like, nothing even to that extent uh, happened from it this week. I did like, um, if we're talking about just focusing on Giants, if we want to steamroll ahead to the preseason game uh, against the Browns, um, I liked our defense a lot. Uh, I mean, I can't – I don't really I don't really know what to make of the offense given that our starting quarterback is not playing yet in the preseason. He's going to get – Danny Dimes is going to get to go off uh, for a half this weekend against the Patriots, I believe. And yep. um, I think that'll be interesting to see. Um, but, yeah, dude, it's like, – like the defense, there's so much potential with that defense. And if they can pressure the quarterback, it's almost like they don't have – like the best like rushers necessarily i mean they got they got they got a couple guys there but like they don't have just like a dominant defensive line you wouldn't think but like patrick graham just knows how to like dial it up he knows when to do it our, our uh, i think we had two interceptions in the like in the end zone against yeah. the browns and again they weren't starting they, they didn't have their guy going they didn't have baker mayfield going but like you're making an interception in the uh the end zone that's always beneficial to the defense it always pays off and um yeah, I, I really think that the defense just – they look just as good, if not better, than last year. And uh, our offensive line, I don't know. If we can stay healthy, I think our offensive line is going to be good. I don't think we have any depth at the offensive line position. So I'm really rooting for a super-duper healthy offensive line season for the Giants. Because I was I, – Devontae Booker that, also looks good. There was a couple, yeah, a couple of standouts that I liked the look of. But like you're saying, sometimes it's hard to – really get a good gauge because realistically it's just backups versus backups like you can't really like okay well if this guy now starts he's going to be a beast and whatever like that or our or a starter against a backup and you're like how do i evaluate that but i know if you're fucking up our starter and you're the backup then that's bad but that didn't really happen for us right not not that anything's going to happen to daniel jones this year because he's going to be healthy and play all right the game this is his year but i thought uh i'm going to butcher his name i butchered it last week but brian lewerke lewerke Mm mm-hmm Number six, I thought he put a good showing in for himself. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, he's an average quarterback. I don't – he's a third-string quarterback. That's what he is. But, I mean, for the backups that we had in the last couple of years, where I was kind of, oh, Jesus Christ, we've got them. Like, I – don't know, I'm – Daniel Jones is going to play all the games, 100%. He's not right, gonna he's going to play – we're back to that Eli streak again, yeah. But I, I'm a little bit more confident about our backup. If that's a third-string – I didn't think Colt McCoy was bad. He just was like, eh, Mike Glennon, not great. But, I mean, he's a serviceable backup. Right. But another interesting one, because this, so this is where Joe Judge must see someone something in this guy, because the one of the guys who stood out, and he was busting his ass to try to make a name for himself, was, uh, Matt Cole, who is a wide receiver. But I guess... Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are we're, very we're loaded lucky, finally loaded in wide receiver positions. So rather than him being one of the people that's going to be cut today, I guess Joe Judge definitely sees something in him. It was like, you know, hey, we'll just find you something to do, and he put him. Well, out. I think he was at, was where did cornerback? Judge come from? Where did Joe Judge come from? Though he's a special teams guy, so that's I think like Joe Judge made a couple of like moves like a couple of trades and stuff that he made were just like that guy's gonna that guy's gonna be like hopefully that's gonna be a guy that punches out a ball on a kick return at some point and we're like all right all right Joe Judge knew that was gonna like I, I just trust whatever he's doing at this point I'm sipping the, the Judge Kool-Aid I think we should all buy into Joe Judge I think Giants Twitter 
is kind of uh, a little toxic right now uh, mm-hmm. at times. It's um, it's our girl Steffi Smalls. I know is like going to battle every single day on that damn app where there's a bunch of just haters. And it's like, dude, just if you want to hate on our team, hate on our team, I guess. But shut the fuck up about it. Like, just we got to be looking at something positively going into this season. And I think that the way we finished last year was good. I think that there's a lot to, to, to be positive about going into this year. I mean, going back several weeks, obviously we covered this in season one of Clarence Big Blue, was that the New York Giants obviously won the free agency. We won the draft. We was like the champions of those two things. So I think if you're in a position right now where you're bitching pre-season, it's like, come on, man, look in the mirror. Like, just relax. Let's just wait and see actually us play an actual competitive game before you start fucking bitching. It's like those people, you can just tell where it's like they just want to bitch about something. And I'm just like, right, whatever. whatever. Like still the ones bringing up, but I still don't think Saquon should have been our first rep. Oh my god, shut up. Jesus, shut the fuck up. Just shut the, yeah, shut the fuck up, dude. It's Get done. over it. It's done. He's on our team. We want him to do well. And if I remember correctly anyway, didn't he did he or did he not get like rookie of the year that year? I think so, yeah. So what do you know? Pretty good. Pretty good stuff. First name followed by eight numbers, probably on twitter yeah they're always the ones that have the fun opinions Mm -hmm. and like an egg an egg twitter profile like if you can't even be bothered or don't even know how to change your name on twitter don't even come to me and talk to me about my quarterback power i agree i could not agree more could Uh, not agree more yeah matt cole shout out to him i thought he played well and other than i mean jets game was boring as fuck but i thought for i mean don't get me wrong it wasn't a blew my mind away I'm not going to tell my grandkids about this game but I think for a preseason game even though we lost but it doesn't matter it's preseason I thought it was a pretty good game I actually thought it was a fun game to watch I watched like all of it yeah I was told you I was home a weekend so I just was like Sunday I was just hanging out kind of watching that eating lunch it was it was a nice little day game to have uh, I mean I would have liked us to win but I think that we also like in a preseason game we were trying to do shit that you wouldn't regularly do in a regular season game so i don't i don't really fault us for losing i don't really care the record doesn't yeah. mean shit to me in preseason yeah like so. and daniel like- jones gets to go this weekend and that's really this is the most excited about either, any of the preseason games so far um the dress rehearsal if you will uh we just didn't know which game it was going to be if it was going to be second or third i think having the week off in between kind of they're going to do that but um dude if danny can just go the fuck off that's what I want. One we'll thing be, I we'll been... be sitting pretty happy to, or next week when we're talking about this. One thing I haven't been paying attention to is, is Tony back because I know he was kind of like um, he didn't play out. on he, he didn't play on uh, Sunday, but I think he's been doing drills and stuff. Cause I know because last time I checked, he was one of those players that was kind of doing isolated training, kind right? Of so I think he'll be okay. He better because we got a fucking T-shirt with his face on. You better come true. <laughs> we do need that to sell well. Merch.cbbpod.com. Segway and smooth intuition, uh, smooth transition. Uh, one person who we've dedicated a piece of merch to who is coming through is our good man, the onion volcano himself. Panorama. Yes. Rama. So. <laughs> That's a good sound effect. Yeah, Weezy is stoked about it. Ben Rama. <laughs> um, yeah, so if you'd missed it, 
West Ham play. Oh, being a little duck. Is that a duck or is that a platypus? It's a, it's a purple and orange duck. You order them on Amazon, and sometimes they come in different colors. So we've had green ones, we've had uh, pink ones, we've had purple ones. Usually you get the yellow one, but that one we got a, we got a purple one. Know, it's your favorite toy. For those listening, the audio version, I, I'm going to describe. I, I, okay, I'm going to describe this right now. So, I'm not saying that Amazon doesn't list this as a duck, but this is quite clearly a purple platypus. There's not a duck. I think it says. It just says, dog toy. <laughs> oh, no, it actually doesn't say. Dog, it does say dog toy. It just toy. says dog toy. So can confirm it is a dog toy. Just, there's, there must be That's also least... maybe the most Wheezy's ever paid attention to a podcast because I was holding your toy up. <laughs> there must be at least one person who's like, I mean, it's definitely a man, who's bought that, taken it home to his baby, and was like, oh, fuck, it's a dog toy. Oh, Let me cut this tag off. <laughs> Let's get Sharpie. <laughs> just, oh, it's just a toy. Yeah, who's a good girl? Um, but yes, so West Ham played Leicester City, and boy, howdy, were we technically wrong? No, we both predicted a win, but we positive was, vibes only. Like last year, where we was going on a streak of we don't play a game unless we're going to score three goals. Are we on a plus one streak this year where we don't even bother turning up unless we're going to score four. Yo, we're just, we walk in the door knowing that's four, four on, on the board, dude. Um, I don't know. Uh, we're like, can we start off in this game? Cause I feel like it obviously played a huge role in the rest of the game is the red card. Yes. The red card given to Lester, because I thought it was a bullshit red card. Okay. I don't think there was any intent. I, I feel like, the the biggest mistake was him kind of waving it off at first. I think he should have given a yellow. And I think if he had given a yellow right off the bat, then it stays a yellow and they don't do the do the red. I mean, I it obviously benefited West Ham. I mean, it obviously okay. benefited West Ham, but I just I thought that it was a little much for a red card. As far as I'm aware, I could be wrong. I mean, this not talking about this necessary isolated incident, but I do believe because the ruling of VAR is to correct a clear and obvious mistake by the referee i do believe even if he had been given a yellow card if var said actually you should take a look at this i'm pretty sure i've seen it in the past where they have gone actually no yellow card's gone it's a red card now so it's so that wouldn't have saved him i don't think but, well it was I, I actually was like taking a piss um when the foul happened and i heard him like talking about it and then they were showing the replays and i thought they were looking at Fornals for a foul and i was like well that's definitely not a foul how would that be a foul on Fornals? and then it was like oh and i was like okay well i mean uh, like there was no foul occurred on this play and then they're like oh no it's, it's on is it gomez or whatever his name um, was Can't, i should have like, wrote i should have wrote it down but now i can't remember his name but yes uh something like lopez or gomez i can't remember oh. i'll get it hold on this is in the list of uh, perez, no perez 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 Lo- uh, gomez perez i knew it was an ez in ending name um but yeah i i at first i was i was confused because i got back from pissing and it's just like that's definitely not on for now and they're like oh wait no that's a red they're gonna give him a red like i did not think that it was a red card i rewound it just watching it 
it, it, it's one of the things where it's like that, um, like in college football, the targeting rule where you just get sent off and they're like, well, we looked at it and it's like, yes, when you slow down a football play going any speed and there's something like somebody steps on a foot or in football, when somebody's lowering their head, trying to make a tackle and the other guy lowers their head at the same time, it's like, it looks so violent when you've slown yeah. it down and you're going frame by frame by frame. But in reality, like people don't react that way. You don't have time to react that way. I don't think that there was anything malicious in, in what he was trying to do. And I mean, yeah. I'm fine with the way it worked out, but West Ham has been fucked on that so many times where it's like, I, I felt for the opposing team. almost. My only thing, cause I had to compare. So we gave him the goal just so we didn't blow him out. Completely. Yeah. And on the 69th minute nice yeah well i think that was that was really they were like hey claire big blue we know but we the know. only thing so the, the comparison i made it to was the balbuena red card from last year where he i mean don't it's not exactly the same because he actually kicked the ball but then he followed through if i and then let like hit the guy in the leg and he got a red card for that which was later rescinded but the only thing i can yeah whereas three of the four last year were rescinded yeah. But I think what I yeah I don't believe that it was there was the intent to hurt for now there, but I think what it was that wrote his death card was that because obviously he was off balance so he was you could tell he was like oh shit like, I'm falling over, but mm-hmm. you could see as his leg comes up there is a definite change in direction. Now, I, I do believe that what his intent was, was, okay, well, I'm going down either way. So what I'm going to do is put my foot between the West Ham player and the ball. So that at least when I'm falling over, I can at least block it, hold up the play. And hopefully by the time I get up, I can still defend. Mm-hmm. But it was just his unfortunate where he went, I think it was definitely the position of, because it was like above the ankle which is never a good look. And I, I, yeah, I think if it was just a case of he was running, leg went straight into Fornells, I think that might have been a yellow card. But I think, in my opinion, what Sani's death one, as I said, I think is that there's, there's, if you watch it in slow motion, like I say, everything looks worse in slow motion, but the slow motion shows that he kind of moves his leg and where Fornells is moving towards him, it does look like he's gone... Should I go for the ball? Nope, I'm going to go for his leg. So it looks uh, bad. So I... It was one of those... Because you have to take that... Because intent doesn't necessarily matter. It doesn't matter whether you intend to do it. True. So Is I, it a violation? Is it the... Yeah, I get what you're so saying. It's, it's one of those where... I think looking back... It's one of those awkward decisions where... If it was... If, it was, if he was given a yellow card, I'd probably been pissed off at the time. But looking back, I'd be like, oh, that's fair. But if it's a red card, it's kind of like, I don't know, maybe I'm just sitting on the fence. But I think, yeah, I feel bad for the guy, but it's one of those situations where what did you think was going to happen, unfortunately? Like, you True. put yourself in that position. But yeah, I do, but however, I do think what annoys me most is when, and I, I, I get it because they're defending their teammate, but when the Leicester players went up to the referee and started like arguing him after he gave the red card. Schmeichel, so Schmeichel got out there. Schmeichel. And it was just Schmeichel like, it around. It's like, yo, bro. But it, it, 
not just obviously this happens all the time, but it's like, what are you expecting? That, that so the referee <laughs> gets called, hey, VAR, you need to check this out on the screen. He goes to the screen, looks at the replay once, which I will say credit to him. He's not a fucking Mike Dean or whatever the guys who watches it 20 times before Kavanaugh. making his decision. Yeah, Kavanaugh. He watched it once, was like, okay, that's enough of me, gave him the red card. Did Casper Michael seriously believe by going up to him going that wasn't a red card that the referee was going to go oh wasn't it oh okay my bad but i've always wondered that like i understand it's it's the same way in baseball too and i think in baseball a lot of times you know you're gonna get thrown out and like it's gonna rile up your team and that's why managers try and get run but like it's i understand the logic because like when it happens in the moment you're just like what the fuck dude like you want you you're angry so i understand mm. like to an extent, but it's like, yeah, I do. Like, I've never seen a time where they're like, ah, okay, well, he yelled at us. Actually, in the NBA, they do that. LeBron bitches at, at officials, and they'll be like, okay, nope, nope, foul. It's a foul. LeBron asked me to call fouls like that from now on, so I'm doing that. So the NBA, but the NBA is fucking stupid compared to, like, every other league, so. But, I mean, I guess while we're on the subject of refereeing, like, before we get into the actual goals and the fun of it, uh, other than that red card, what's your opinion on the refereeing this year because i think it's been i think it's carried over from the european championships where the referees seem to be i don't know whether they're like ah so that's paperwork for me but they seem to be way more happy to like oh that's not foul keep going come on get up well it was a hundred percent i i definitely agree with you um going back to what we were talking about last week a little bit where the just play on mm. kind of rule like did you see the, any of the city game like Grealish fucking tried it again, man, and they just let oh, him play no, on. They just no. let him play on, and he has to get his bitch ass up, and then he's he's fifteen steps behind the play by that time because he was rolling around trying to make a scene. I loved it; it was beautiful. It's a beautiful sight to see. He did get a couple of fouls, but like, eh, we're iffy, and it was just because it was Jack Grealish. But like, still, like, I have not been as happy in a long time as I was watching. It was like, <laughs> yeah, just get up, bitch. Yeah, they're just going to move on without you. Nope, nope, you jumped down on your own. That was on you. Maybe that's it. Maybe because everyone's been talking about how, oh, the, oh the We had Euros. a couple of Sam was that yesterday. And I think um, Antonio kind of went down at one point and, like, looking to see if he got a foul, and that didn't happen. And, and then so he just gets right back up. And, like, um, I think it was it Rice. It was either Rice or Suchek, I want to say. At one point in the midfield, kind of went down, looked around, saw that everything just kept moving and got back up. Like they didn't, they didn't try and milk it. They didn't grealish it, but still. I, I um, think if they, you if see they it, carry you see on, it happen with everybody. I think if they carry on, it's gonna eventually take effect. Where I think it's gonna be a hell of a lot more fun to watch these games where they're just gonna. And then somebody's gonna get scored on because hey, dude, we there was an odd man run because your bitch ass is laying back there trying to pretend that your ankle fell off when we saw you trip. Like, come on. You're costing you, yeah. somebody's going to get taken out of a starting lineup, and it's going to be this. It's going to we're going we're to change the game for good. Pivotal moment, people. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, so maybe that's the thing. Rather, so a lot of people are thinking, oh, they watch the Euros and the refereeing the Euros. Maybe they're carrying over. No, maybe I it's think just, you're on Hey, there, maybe Alex. we should be good refs. Maybe we should no. just not be terrible officials. But I think no, you're on something. Where they're like, oh shit, Jack Grealish has gone to. City, oh, he's gonna be way worse this year. Oh, like we need every game. Enough is enough. Six hours. We're gonna, we yeah. Otherwise, we're never gonna get finished. We just need to ignore him now. And that, that's it. That's the rule. I think. Let's erase him. 
Um, but yes, West Ham won 4-1. I tell you what. I mean, obviously they're not going to be goals of the season, but I think all four goals were really fucking good goals. Ah, uh, like, that second one was kind of... I will tell you why. This, okay, so the first one, so I love the little one-two between four nows, puts it out wide, Benny Hanna oh. whips it in, and it put that where that for now is kind of like dinks it sides. So you, you can't see. I'm moving my foot for some reason, as if to say I am four nows. Right, like yeah, kind of you had to put your foot up. Side tapped it from no, it was it just put it right was like, in the side of the net as opposed to where it looked oh. like it was going, and Schmeichel completely just it caught him off guard. It was it was, it was a thing of beauty, and then um. The the bit the second goal was cool, but it was just like Schmeichel fucked up on that, and that should not have been a like they shouldn't have had an opportunity for a goal at that point. But why um, I liked it is because so obviously I don't know the guy's name, but the lesser defender went to pass it back to Schmeichel, but then hardly put any power into it. So Antonio was like, "Oh, I can take it," and so Schmeichel was way out of position. But I liked how Antonio. Credit to him because, again, he was only one goal at this point, still away from breaking the record of all-time Premier League goal score for West Ham. Mm-hmm. I would not have begrudged him to be selfish. But he. But I don't know if he had the angle. And... I, I think he would no, have scored no. still, probably. But, like, he knew Benny he had a wide-open net and, and was just like, nice boom, pass. Boom. It's fantastic. And... I like the hey we're a we're a we team not a me team this year that's what that's that's what that's what we do here we do the extra pass if you watch Ted Lasso that extra pass very important and also Antonio's like look I'm gonna I got two goals coming my way anyways I don't fucking care like here you go dude I don't need a hat trick I, it's already a day about me anyways Benny here now you can have your second goal of the year we're good and and Benny had also had that fucking awesome pass the the assist. Two for nulls right before that, so I thought it was kind of like a little bit of like, hey, appreciate you passing it when you needed to pass it. Here's a little pass to you. Why don't you put it? And I like made harder than he had to. Like I, I felt like he didn't need to place it where he, he could have just tapped it, and he kind of like tried to make it a better shot than it was. It went in. It didn't matter, yeah. but um, I don't care. Good. He's the onion volcano. He's we. I think he's like that guy that you tell your friends about. Um, like, like with in, in, in football, it's always happened. Like in NFL stuff, where it's like, oh, this guy, he's gonna be really good, dude. Just believe me. Like, he's gonna, he's gonna pan out. It's gonna work. And they're like, dude, I don't know, man. I just don't, I don't know if Kevin Boss is really gonna be a good tight end, dude. I'm like, dude, he'll be fine. And Kevin Boss, maybe not in the long run, but like in that one season we won a Super Bowl, he was a fucking killer tight end. And that was his rookie year. And Ben Rama had to like adjust to the Premier League for a little bit. They kind of had to move some stuff around. He wasn't getting the starting time he needed, probably. And and then this past offseason, I don't know what he did, but he picked it up. He's picked up the game and just, like, I'm assuming he's going to score a goal every single game now. The Onion right. Volcano is going to be a thing. Him and Antonio are going to score 38 goals this year. Um, I love it. But then Leicester scored. Doesn't matter because I, I, I wasn't even mad. We're normally when... We're winning 2 0 and we get one back. I'm normally last year I was like, oh fuck, here we go. But again, when was even... that goal scored? Minute sixty nine. Okay, you're right. All right, nice, nice. It's nice. Um Whenever you whenever you post anything related to that, I always think of that South Park bit. Was like, nice, nice. <laughs> um It's it's the most bad. Like, sometimes I'll ask my girlfriend like, Hey, how many is this? 
And she'll be like, what? And I'm like, if I ask you, like, what number is that? Can you see the score? What is the score? Like, it's always 69. It's always 69. She's like, okay. So I don't even look at the screen. I know it's something to do with 69. It's just, at this point, she's like, it's 69. Um, the maturity but yeah. of a 12 year old. Hey, you got to stay forever young. I'm fine with that. That's one way to do it. Uh, yeah, so they scored, which I didn't. I wasn't that worried about because it wasn't like we just. I fell was apart. worried. No, well, it was, but then I would have been worried we if it was like if our if our defense just fell apart and it was like oh shit here we go. It was, but it was a Cresswell clearance and it just you know it was unfortunate where it just hit the Leicester player and he had to. So it wasn't they didn't break us down. It was just a very unfortunate goal. But then ten minutes later, uh, Antonio gets the. The goal of the the match, just simply because of what it meant, uh, which again was a beautiful goal. That was a spin was... one, right? Where he like he basketballed him, right? Uh, De- or was that the it second was Rice. one? Rice whipped it in, and yeah, he had his back to goal with a defender like all over him. But yeah, he just took it ball out. I was trying. Ball, I was like, who's he get, Who's around. he gonna pass it to? And didn't pass it. Didn't have to. He just spun around and belted that goal, that ball into the back of the net. It was beautiful, and and then he picked up the uh, cutout of himself, kissed it, did the uh, "I'll have the time of my life" with it. That was great. Although I, can't I wish he would have run over and pet the carpet. In in an interview, with Sky Sports in the UK, I think they showed it on NBC, where he was referencing, trying to reference the movie, and he I can't remember what one he said it was, but it was like, "No, Mikhail, that is not the movie you're referencing at all. You've got that wrong." I can't remember what it was, but it was like, no, this, that's Dirty Dancing, my friend. Uh, and then later on, even the West Ham <laughs> account was like, yeah, Dirty Dancing. Hey, but, uh, look, I, he doesn't need to do movies if he scores goals every game, all right? Just give me two goals a game from Antonio and one from Benny, and I would say we have a pretty solid shot at finishing the top six this year. And, and then finishing up towards the top and scoring. Four minutes later, uh Vladimir, one of our checkmates, Vladimir whips it in. He clicks it, chips it over their defender beautifully, and then just, I don't know, like studs it. Like it was a weird finish, but he's like, yeah. He's got his foot to don't it, care. studs it into the goal. 4 1. Embarrassing. Casper Michael, that's what you get for making fun of England, for saying, Ooh, it's never, when has it ever been home? Yeah, it's coming home now, bitch. Casper Michael. 4 <laughs> 1. That's what you get. Uh, yeah, pretty solid, awesome. pretty solid outing. And little stats, fifty-two percent possession, which is our second game in a row where we've not I wouldn't say dominate possession, but we've had the majority of the possession, which is nice to see. Uh, second game in a row, zero cards, no yellow cards, no. Red, so we are like disciplined. We are a disciplined team. Uh, and uh, do we get so like some sort card? of like? Are we going to make Champions League on like the nice play? thing i know that no. there was one year that we got into something from like yeah, we, we were that, the the nice players and it was like well west ham they played nice so based I'm, on those so, rules they get in so this was a year so it used to be called the fair play rule where fair play that was the close. nicest team basically got given a european spot and i remember one <laughs> year where it was like it was it, it was could between, be like the worst team but it was like, I remember it was between us and Liverpool. And I think it, because fair play was such a, like, a meaningless thing, it was basically, hey, even if 
the team that gets the fair play award if they're already in europe then well we'll give that place to someone else basically it wasn't like a oh the second best fair play team gets it it was like so i remember it was it was us and liverpool who was like i think it was like two three games left in the season where it was clear like unless these teams had five red cards per game it was like yeah it was gonna be one like of these a fight teams. broke out yeah so it's gonna be us or liverpool and I remember sitting in the pub in England. We was watching Liverpool versus I don't remember who, but I think Steven Gerrard. I think it was Steven Gerrard if he was still playing at the time. But I remember he got sent off, which meant West Ham went above Liverpool in the fair plays, and the pub just erupted it's like fish red cards. <laughs> like yes, it was hilarious. But it was like the most weirdest. I'm celebrating every time Liverpool got a card. That's it's like a high school. It's like the all academic team, which I'm not saying is it like good to be on, but it's like I don't give a fuck if the quarterback has all A's. Like I don't, I don't, I don't care about this. Is he the all state guy or is he not? Like, well, we're in here for school. I get that, but it's like, who cares, dude? That's a, what a weird thing to do. But it's funny that like that brings somebody like that that gives somebody a bid and gives somebody a shot. It would also be right. hilarious if it was like the worst team in the league. Like, yeah. say Arsenal gets in this year, well, right? at the time, Get it was. It, it wasn't Get the worst. It? Yeah, yeah. But we, I think we were like 12th or 13th when we qualified. But, yeah. Hilarious. But, yeah, fun stats. That match, that... Here is, like, the most bizarre... I mean, it's, I appreciate it's only two games in. So we're all positive vibes, but I don't want to get carried most, away. Po- most important two games, <clears throat> I would say, is how you start. It's about how you start. you got to set a president. you got to get momentum mm-hmm. going. But what is the most bizarre... So there is five teams i think with six points it's us liverpool chelsea tottenham and i think that like brighton or something there's one random team in there hey i guess Chelsea. i guess tottenham was like oh they had a you that you'd win over wolves they got another one they scraped go, a one nil win with a penalty but uh it's just so bizarre that we are not only top but because of so we're joint goal difference with Chelsea, but we and Liverpool. Above... No, Wait, no, we I don't. think goal difference. Son. I think goal difference. The goal differential. We have f- plus five. So does Chelsea and Liverpool. Oh, Liverpool but plus five as well. But it's our... four. It's it's, it's four goals that scored that have made us. And it's like when you th- even again, it's only two games in. But the fact that West Ham are top because they have scored the most goals. Are we too Chelsea good offensively? Liverpool. I don't know. I don't know. People are saying it's. I mean, it's like it's. It's just been. It's been nice when everybody's like, "Oh, yeah, enjoy it while it lasts, buddy." I'm like, "Hey, buddy, I can't hear you. We're all the way up the top of this table right now, pal." What? Yeah, I give Ryan Gosling gift where I'm just like, "Ew." Mikael Antonio. What are you? One of those lowly, worst scored. nineteen teams. Mikael Antonio scored more goals this season than Tottenham have combined. That I don't like, know if that's good, that's but it sounds good. It sounds positive for us not such a time Said Ben Rama has the same amount of assists as Tottenham has goals like wow. levels remember this pretty good remember that pretty good he's also got as many goals ago. too yeah that these two teams are not the same they're not mm-hmm. you I get it I, they you're they aren't far the same superior we're class we're a class organization that's awesome stuff and we're, uh, are we, is this, are we just the new Leicester? Is this us? Like, I'm ready to say it. Yeah, West Ham's going to do it this year. Fuck it, dude. What if we do? What are the odds? 
What are the odds on uh, West Ham winning the Premier League? I don't have it right now. I can look it up if you can fill for a second. I'll look it up. Uh, so, yeah, while he's looking up, uh, don't forget to, if you are watching us on YouTube, uh, maybe hit that subscribe button and hit the bell so you get notified when we are live. And if you want to follow us on social media at CBBPod uh, on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and also to celebrate the fact that. We're fucking crushing it. Don't forget to show your support for our Onion Volcano himself, uh, Benin Rama, by going to merch.cbbpod.com. Get yourself a Benin Rama shirt. You All right, ready. West Ham is plus 7,500 to win. So if you put down 100, you would win 7,500 back. We have the odds. Compare. So City is the favorite at plus 120. Then it's Chelsea at plus 250. Liverpool at plus 400, Manchester United at plus 800, Tottenham at plus 3,300, Leicester at plus 7,500, and then we're at plus 7,500 as well. So if you were And then Arsenal is plus 12,500. And Norwich so you, is plus 100,000. So if you were to put $1 on West Ham win the league and they won the league, you get $750. If I'm correct. Yes. That's not that's, that's worth a buck. That's worth a buck. Yeah, throw a dollar on it. Bovada dot LV. Not what I mean. Like it's, it's it's better than anything. And then you can also bet winner without Man City and West Ham is plus sixty six hundred. So that'd be like if you throw two dollars down, that's another one you could do. Um, and if, then if you are winner without the big six, it's Leicester is plus two hundred. West Ham is plus three fifty. So, okay, Dude, how so, how cool is it that we're talking about that though? Like West okay, Ham, wait, wait, wait. you have to explain this to me. Okay, so winner without the big six. So basically, what you're saying is take out Arsenal, take out six, Liverpool, take out the City, highest... take out United, take out Tottenham, and then take out what was the other one that I fucking just left out? Oh, take out the top six, the big six. Which and is then, a sham anyway. It's not big six anymore. They're... Well, that's what they call them, and that's what Bavada <clears> the county it has. Um, but then Leicester, West Ham, then Everton. Brighton, Leeds, Aston Villa, Southampton, all those guys in it. Um, so, so basically, based on no, forget it. No, because Leicester finished above us last year. Forget it. Forget it. They finished fifth. Um, but yeah, so okay. So if you were to remove those six teams from the Premier League, the highest next highest person wins that. Right. Uh, so that it, like, what was West the odds on that? Plus fifth. Plus plus fifth. That and Leicester is plus two hundred, just slightly above us. Wait, you you cut out for me a little bit. What was West End's odds? Plus three fifty. Plus three. Okay, so you so for plus three fifty means you'd have to put if you want to put a dollar on that, you'd get thirty five bucks. Right. Why is not it bad. not just plus? Why is it not plus thirty five then? Uh, you would do like thirty five to one would be another like like those odds and stuff like that. Yeah, that would also work out. Was, doesn't make sense those numbers. He's working. Then I'm trying. I'm trying. You can bet for the leading goal scorer. I'm trying to find anybody. West Ham. Jesse Lingard is plus eight thousand. I don't even think he's played. Uh no, he's not. Doesn't play for West Ham. Right. No, but I'm not. I, I know he's not West Ham, but he's showing up ahead of anybody from West Ham. How have they not updated it? Like, you have at least got a Thomas Suchek is on... plus twelve thousand five hundred. <laughs> you have got have they not got price on Mickey? Surely. Oh, uh, Mikel Antonio plus eight thousand. 
He's so he's the same as Lingard. It's not a bad odds what about, again. What about Benny? Down eight hundred dollars. Yeah, just spread out like fifty dollars and just one dollar bets. Yeah, somebody's got to come in, surely. I'm trying to find Ben Rama. Yeah, can't see it. Oh well. What's the the? Cause Bowen golden... is plus twenty thousand. What's the? Is it, what is it called? Is it because Golden Boot is the top score? Is it Golden Ball or something like that with the top assists? Something like that. Ben Rama might not be bad. Shout for best most assists in the Premier League. Yeah, I, I um, let me see if if I'm not that, correct, I, I think he is joint. That. I think he is joint top right now. I do believe. And you can bet teams to be relegated. Oh, dude, who should we put money on to re- relegate? Norwich, Arsenal. Arsenal. Not really. I don't really think they're going no, to. They're, but... they're probably going to finish like 14th, 13th, or something. I'd say Norwich, Villa. Yeah, Norwich isn't looking good. And Wolverhampton. Like... Norwich have like lost both their games four 0 or something like crazy like that. Norwich, all they do is like they just come up and they go back down, right? They're just a yo-yo team. Yeah, so that, I don't know what. We'll the see you in two years, guys. I don't know what the odds will be on that. Um, the odds for know. Norwich to get relegated? Yeah, I don't think you're gonna get good money from that. Uh, you get it's minus one forty, so you have to bet one forty to win a hundred. I mean, but like if you're that confident in it, then that's pretty easy money. True. I usually like on a bet like that. Like, um, I don't, we don't have to talk gambling for the rest of the way. At Gravy Gambles, though, if you want to see my bets, I did go eight and zero on Saturday. Did go eight and zero on Saturday. That was pretty sick. Yeah, because you you put plus two point five goals in the wet. That's the game, and there was five. Goals. Oh yeah, I was three and one Monday, on, and I bet Sevilla to win in La Liga and West Ham and Leicester over two and a half. And uh, I've been on I've been on a little bit of a hot streak. Not to brag, but uh, MLS and just soccer in general, I've been on, on a hot streak. But um, if you we want to talk teams to get Gravy relegated uh, at Gravy Gambles, I post the bets every single day. Um, to be relegated, Norwich is minus one forty the favorite. Then it's Crystal Palace plus one ten, Burnley plus one twenty five, Watford plus one forty, Newcastle plus one fifty, and Brentford is plus two seventy five. But I would take Wolverhampton because I don't really think they have anybody. Uh, plus three fifty, and then fuck Villa plus twelve hundred. I'm just gonna throw money on Villa. I don't give a shit about Danny Ings. Somebody's gonna buy Danny Ings, right? Yeah, I don't think I don't think Brentford's gonna go. I think oh, I mean again, it's only two games in, but I think they've looked good enough to. I think they're going to scrape survival. I think they'll stay up. Uh, yeah, if I, I was... think if I had to pick a second favorite Premier team, it's Brentford. Right, because they they gave us Ben Rama. Yeah, basically that, and their like owner's just a gambler. Yeah. Um, talking about gambling, so next game up on Saturday we have Crystal Palace. I'm feeling confident about this game because they have. One, I don't know why they hired this guy, but they have Patrick Vieira as their head coach, who I believe the most best thing on his resume is New York City FC. Did he? Did he? He manages them, right? I don't know. <laughs> uh, but anyway, that seems uh, like a big step up. So far, they've played three games this year. Two, obviously, two in the Premier League, one in the Carabao Cup. Uh, and they have lost 3-0, drew 0-0, and lost 1-0. They haven't even scored a goal in three games yet. I like that. I like that. And I like that a lot. <laughs> so I'm pretty confident about this game. I think this is the game where we finally get our clean sheet. 
Because normally, the old West Ham, where I'd be like, well, they haven't scored a goal yet. Well, here comes West Ham to give them their goal. But, nope. Nope. Not this time. I think we are going to continue our strengths. You have to say Antonio's going to get another goal. You have to say Ben's yeah. going to get another goal. And I, for some reason, I don't know why it just popped into my head earlier today. I just think, I think Cresswell's going to score like a free kick or something. So I'm going to go... Where's it going? I'm going to go 3 near West Ham. Uh, I'm nervous about this. I'm, I think we win. Uh, I just, West Ham sometimes against teams like Palace and stuff that we tend to like just not show up. I, I don't think that's this team this year. I'm going to say... I'm going to say 3-0, and it's uh, Benny scores. I think Suchek gets on, and then I'm going to say Dawson, because Dawson was close a couple of times the other day. So you think Antonio's going to take a rest this game? Not going to score a goal? Fuck, they make it four nothing. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not trying to guilt you. I'm not right just, I'm on who scores. I'm not usually right on who scores. So like, fuck it. I don't care. I just picked Dawson because Dawson seems like an outside the box pick. I think Suchek's due for a goal. Because you, because I picked Cresswell. You want? No, I want a defender now. <laughs> well, and Dawson almost scored twice yesterday. So, um, I don't know. I really feel like it seems more like we'll win like two 0 But I'd like to just be positive and say. Three and then anytime four now scores the first goal, you're like four now four now. Well, yeah, I guess the real confidence would be to go. We're going to score four goals again, but I'll, I'll play it safe and go. So three we do now. three now. All right, I mean we're wrong on the score predictions usually, so like just score four goals and prove us wrong. But normally, someone that we pick to score a goal scores a goal, so that's that's, that's a true. Good sign. And we, just, um, we just name every team, everybody on the team. Eventually, we're right. So, yeah, coming up, that's coming up this week. Crystal Palace, we're going to beat them. And then Giants play on, is it Saturday or Sunday? I know Sunday, I believe. I believe it's Sunday. Let me find out. I got it. Because the West Ham game is at, on Saturday at 10 o'clock Eastern, 9 o'clock Central. Or 3 uh, Sunday. Okay. Sunday. At 5. Is Six five? time. Six oh, your nice. time. I like that. It'll be an evening game. Um, NFL Network, but I guess you have it local. I'm sure it would be on the local NBC or something. Well, we don't all get local Giants games, Mike. All right? Although I did get get the auto-renew email for my uh, Sunday ticket subscription, and uh, that little half-chub when it happened, I was like, oh, oh, it did did auto-renew. That means football is right around the corner. Happy days. Um, then moving on to non-sports stuff. Uh, tomorrow is also a big day because we've got a new episodes of Waffle Box and Pasta Gravy. What have the good people of the Gravy Gang? Because let's be honest, the Gravy Gang are also part of the Claret and Big Crew. I yeah. You, I was, I was, I was, I like, I was, no, I like that. I was spitballing. Yeah, Claret and Big Crew. Claret and Big Crew, um, I like that a lot. Obviously, most of them are members of the Gravy Gang. So what have they got to look forward to for the new episode of Pasta Gravy tomorrow? 
I mean, I feel like lately I've been pitching some pretty fire business ideas, so I've you got have, a couple more have. of those. And I mean, I, if you'd like, to, would you like to buy into Gravy Tech? If you don't know about that, go listen to last week's episode. Um, we are starting our own company. We're not sure what it does, but um, I thought I think we didn't. You just kind of we're nail it think down tanks, so basically, like and a then it's a taxi com- group, right? But then it's also it's just mysterious. It's like something like the CIA would use as a front. Um, and then we're really hoping that we get in with the CIA and then like, you know, we're basically CIA, which would be pretty sick. Um, but yeah, we, we're going to, I'm going to pitch some more solid business ideas that I'm always accepting investors for. Um, and then we're going to talk milk crate challenge. We're going to talk about the PTG bump in relations to West Ham because four years ago, uh, we, we, like if you go back and listen to, it was called blowing bubbles is the name of the episode. I don't remember the number, but Pat and I were, I was talking about waking up watching soccer cause it was on. And I was like, I should. We should just follow soccer. Like, let's just so follow. Is that, is that the episode like after you first became a West Ham fan? That was the episode that we became a West Ham podcast, and now this is the West Ham podcast on the Gravy, uh, Pastor Gravy podcast network. But um, like Pat was just, I was like, we can't be bandwagon bitches. And Pat was like, well, um, here's some ideas, and we we looked at like a Lester's fun, but they've already won. Let, let's pick somebody else. And he was like, West Ham is a pretty sick song. We listened to Blowing Bubbles, and I was like, you know what? I'm in. Like I am, I am sold on this. So and the rest that is was, history. And then we were like, you know, we're gonna use the pass gravy bump to bring West Ham back to prominence to make them. To, I, I believe I, I said we we're taking them to the top. And look at us, top we're of the, at the table, top, baby. I don't know what we did necessarily to do that to make it happen, but I'd like to take credit for it. Positive mental attitude. That's what we right. That's what we need. A little PMA. By the way, I like the shirt. Passgravymerch.com. Darn like a marlin. The shirt is darn like a marlin. I'm still um, waiting for those beers you're gonna send me, dude. They 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 they're not gonna be good uh, all the way. Like like they have to be kind of refrigerated with the fruit that was in them. Um, but we're gonna do milk crate challenge was big this week. All kinds of cool stuff like that. Then we'll tell you what's not cool. I got some stuff to bitch about, um, and then we'll answer some questions. So it's a pretty interesting episode. I feel like Pass Gray Podcast at Pass Gray Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Give us a follow, and then Pass Gray Bro. Also, we got stickers for Pass Gray Bro too. Now so. Passgravymerch.com. I like the black one. That's a pretty cool. I'll send you one of these. I can send you this. <laughs> um, and then Waffle Box. We're gonna happy be... Waffle Day. It's National Waffle Day today, by the way. I'll mention that tonight when we record it, but then we won't get released until well. The you'll know that you were recording it on National Waffle Day, and that's the main thing. Um, we're going to talk about OnlyFans pulling out. Um, like of the game, uh, and then also uh, Jeopardy, their host being a naughty, 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 naughty boy, and uh, stepping down from the game, and a bunch of other random shit. But yeah, check us out at wafflebox.pod.com, and then obviously follow us at wafflebox.pod on Twitter and Instagram, and obviously follow past the gravy pod on Twitter and Instagram. And PTGPN as well, because there's a whole bunch of other podcasts you should check out. And yeah, we need to get people well, to follow that more. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so that's it. Enjoy that. Enjoy Gravy Day tomorrow. Enjoy whatever day you want to enjoy. But until next week, obviously, don't forget. Seahorses forever. See you next Tuesday. <laughs>